Hello, welcome back to another session of Prop Sessions. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Ali Harper, who is the Market Centre Director of Keller Williams London Bridge. Welcome, Ali. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, great to be here. Um, yeah, lovely. Looking forward to, to, to your questions, buddy. Happy, happy to kind of dive as deep as you want. Looking forward to this. We both decided to actually just stand up today, so I think we're both going to be like bringing the energy to this one. So I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I apologise for the bobbing head, but it's a walk around. <laughs> yeah, get a little bit of walking around going. Um, just, just, to, I guess, just to start, you know, for those people who who might not not know you or might not even know Keller Williams yet, we'll get into all of that. But I'd love to start. You know, how did you actually get into the property industry yourself? Like, what's your backstory? Um, well, I, what I did, I studied, I studied architecture at uni, um, played, played, played rugby at quite, quite a decent level. Then I went away. I, I, I came, I came away from architecture because my problem with, say a problem, but the problem I had with architecture was I wasn't really interested in the, in the backstory. I, I was all about, I wanted to build the next glass tower. I wanted to be the guy that, that designed the shard, but they kept talking about, I guess the Romans and all that jazz. And I was like, I'm not really interested in that. Um, so kind of came away from, from, from architecture, went away, worked overseas um, for, for quite a big holiday company for six, seven years and came back just because the income wasn't any good. And I thought, right, it's time to get a proper job. Set up with a couple of recruitment consultants and, and they said, listen, what do you do? What have you done? What's your, what's your kind of your background? And from the rugby, from working overseas, from, from running teams. They were all targeted. It was all, it was all about achieving things and, and kind of what was the goal? How are we going to get there? And, and can we get there together? And then with the architecture piece, the group was also, well, have you thought of any states to see? And I'll be honest, coming from Scotland, there's not, there's not many states that's up there. There, there. there probably is now, but what I mean is at that time, it was all done through solicitors. So I wasn't really familiar too much with industry. Um, and then... I got, they got me speaking to two or three estate agents, got, got talking to a company called Anderson Partners. Um, sorry, mate, the sun's right in my eyes. Let me, let me move across a little bit. Is that better? Mm -hmm. um, I'll move this way, sorry. Um, got talking to uh, Anderson Partners, and then from there, just got, in, got into the industry that way, really, and that was back in, what have been, 2006, 2007. Not looked back since, loved it. Loved the competitive edge, loved... Uh, Meeting new people, I guess, you know, as much as sometimes I'm really hard to understand, I enjoy speaking to people. Um, and yeah, it, it was just, uh, there, there was a kind of a connection over property, really. And yeah, I've not looked back. I've enjoyed it. Um, and, and it's taken me to where I am now with, with Keller Williams, really, over the last, what, I'll be 13, 14 years, I guess. Well, so you've been with Keller Williams for, for, for how long, sorry? Prop Sessions is brought to you by Prop Media who partner with agents to generate 50 exclusive seller and buyer leads every single month on autopilot. That's guaranteed, or you get your money back. If you're interested in trying out Prop Media risk-free, head over to www.propmedia.co.uk to book a call today. Now Just a year. I joined Keller Williams a year. Keller Williams is, um, and I guess there'll be a few people watching this that will get it, where it's not just... Let's do it. I, the, 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 there was a very talented chap called, called Matt Fettick, who's pretty, pretty, he's a mega agent. He's one, he's one of the top agents in the world. I mean, Keller Williams has got and, over 180,000 businesses across the planet. And Matt Fettick came 
I'm going to say four or five years ago to, to the UK to talk about Keller Williams. And, and I was introduced to, to Matt. It would have been four or five years ago from Andrew Devil Smith. So at that time, I was looking for a new role, putting me in touch with Matt. At the time, I'll hold my hands up. I was like, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm, going, to st- I'm going to stick with the kind of the normal, if, if you like, at that time, the high street model. Um, but credit to Matt, he was relentless. Him and then more, more laterally, Ben Taylor and Chris Buckler just kept saying, listen, there's an opportunity here. I'll come and explore it. And for me, I never really wanted to kind of run my own estates business because from probably the last five, six years, I've not so much been away from the coal face, but more supporting others. I, more, more likely, I've said to a lot of people I'm speaking to, it's not that I don't enjoy winning, winning instructions or agreeing a deal. It was more to get more satisfaction, more kind of gratification from helping people achieve what they want, what they want. Whether it be through through, through my experience, um, through, through the trials and tribulations I've been through in the industry, but also finding, I guess, with Keller Williams, finding the, the kind of the systems, the models that how, how everybody wants success. And uh, certainly in the industry, I've found, I haven't found anyone that's in the industry just, just to kind of pass the time. Everybody wants success, albeit at different levels. And for me, it was, Keller Williams wasn't about, let's go and run my own business. It was about how can I help people? How can I help people achieve what they want to achieve? And it was, it would have been 18 months ago, me, me, me and Chris met up. And from there, I guess he, he courted me really in the way that we live kind of five minutes from each other. So four or five kind of pints later, pub, pub lunches later, over a course of three or four meetings last summer, it made sense. He brought me in and said, listen, Ali, I need you. I'm looking for a director of the business to come and help run my market center. And then, as they say, from September last year, the rest is history, really. But for me, more and more people, um, I guess we're getting frustrated with, with, with the high street. And don't get me wrong, I'm not here to, I'm, I'm not going to slag off the high street or, or say anything bad about them. I think people are just, there's more and more people that are looking for an opportunity where they have more control, whether it's their time, whether it's their income. That's become more, more apparent now, what's going on with the pandemic and, and the COVID situation where you know, no fault, no fault of the employer. They just, the, 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 the opportunity to, to transact, the opportunity to do business wasn't there anymore. And we saw a real surge, which, you know, a, a lot more people now think, maybe it is time. Maybe this is, it, 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 you know, the writing's on the wall. It, it, maybe it is time to karma, I guess. It, it's, it's time to kind of do something for yourself. And, and for me, it, it, it's not about how many people help. It's about the people that are interested that, really want to live a bigger life, I guess. We talk a lot about living a life by, by, by design rather than default. We're going to think, certainly I'm employed, and I saw that in, in, the, in, the, in the 10 years, 12 years, 10, 11 years I was, I was in employment, if you like, in the high street. It's not till you step, step out of it, look, look at 10,000 feet that you realize, yeah, I'm working hard, I'm earning decent money, but I'm building something myself. And that's where I, 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 I take immense pride in what I'm doing now, helping people I guess build something for themselves, build their own brand and, and, and take back control. Because more and more now, the one thing I speak to loads of people and the one thing that is, I guess, common, and I say probably pretty much 100% of the people I'm speaking to, they all want more control of the time. They want a better work-life balance. A better work-life balance and whether it just be dropping the kids off, picking the kids up from school, spending more time with the family, 
rather than burying my head in the, in the sand from 8, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. sometimes coming back and there's just no quality of life. So for me, that, that, that's, that's one of the main reasons that I'm here, really, to help, to help people achieve what they want to achieve, really. And I'm not, I'm not going to be cheesy and cliche and say it's all about goals and, and, and living on, and, and hitting your dreams because for, 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 for some people, it's just about taking back more control. And that's, that, that's what brought me here, really. So one, one of the things you said was, you know, better work-life balance. That's what a lot of people want. And, you know, I hear that all the time myself. Is that realistic? You know, if somebody's moving, say they're moving from traditional to starting their own business, do you think they're going to get a better work-life balance? Eventually, yes. Eventually. The honest answer is eventually, yes. Don't get me wrong. You start your business tomorrow, you're probably going to work harder than you've ever worked before. No, there's no, there's no, there's no secret to that. It's you know, and people like Chris Watkin and plenty of other people have been quite outspoken about. Say, listen, this will be the hardest thing you ever do, um, but it also has the opportunity to be the most rewarding thing you ever do. And I, I, make, I make no secret about it. It's not like oh, you work less hours and earn more money. It's not about working less hours. It's about working the hours that, that suit your your life better. So you know. You, you control your own diary. You're not told this is what you do at this time and this time and this time. You know, whilst I speak to a number of my guys first thing in the morning, kind of eight, half eight in the morning, that's through choice. They don't have to be there. But it's the guys who say, right, let me set, let, let me self, set myself up for the day, the business day, the business week. Um, I hold consultations with the guys, one-to-one accountability sessions on their terms, not mine. Obviously, we work together on, on what works in our diaries, but I guess the work-life balance is not, yeah, it's not about working less. It's probably about working more, actually, but getting more from the time you're spending rather than thinking, I have to do this. You don't have to do it. You do it through choice, and it's on your terms rather than someone else's. I guess that's probably the best way. I waffled a bit there, buddy, but I think that's, the, that's probably the best way to describe it. You are still going to work damn hard, probably harder than you've ever worked before. But the reward, you get a bigger reward for it. You get more of a return on your investment. You're investing more time, but the reward is worth it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, to having the control over your own life, you know, essentially you're steering the ship, right? And I think that's what a lot of people want nowadays. You know, if you're doing the same amount of work in terms of hours, then at least, you know, you're doing it on your own terms, right? I, th- I think that's kind of what it, what it comes down to, to to an extent. So... So, so Keller Williams, obviously, a lot of people know know who Keller Williams are. Um, a lot of people kind of see it as, you know, the you know the, the American model um, sort of coming over to here. You know, obviously, Keller Williams, big, biggest real estate company in the world, as far as I'm aware. How's it been, you know, for you? You've, you've got the experience of working traditional UK, you know, high street, I, I'm assuming a state agency now coming over to this model, which is polar opposite in many ways um what's that been like for you and also the people you speak to you know these maybe these new agents coming in or agents who are just starting up with you how's that how is that for them kind of learning this new way of uh, estate agency uh with the keller williams model well i guess it's, it's still the state agency i mean you know, as long as as long as people have a desire to buy or let or sell or, or rent rent the property out it's the same. People still have a need for property. So, yes, the way the way the business run with regards to we Keller Williams is all about following a, a, a proven set of systems and models that will that will that will give you the desired outcome. 
easiest way to describe it is if you think Keller Williams is all about A plus B plus C plus D equals success. If you do half of A, miss B, do some of C and partial D, you're not going to get the outcome you want. And one of the, I guess, one of the, one of the biggest mistakes people make is they join Keller Williams to, for looking for, 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 for a path to success, but keep doing it their way, doing it the way they did it before. Whereas we talk a lot about, um, well, standing the shoulders of giants, success leaves clues. There are people that have done it before you. So, you know, for example, there's a chap speaking to this morning and said, listen, Ali, I want to earn, for me, I don't want to earn millions, but a couple of hundred grand um, over time. I want that. That's my goal. Then I said to him, do you think someone's ever earned that before then? He said, yeah. He said, well, does it make sense to find out who's done it before? And let's follow their path to success. How do they do it? If you think about if you want to be the best golfer in the world, it makes sense. Instead of going to work out, right, I'm going to go and just hit as many balls as I can and work out how to be the best. There's someone, there's, there's got to be people before you that have reached the top of the game. Why not just do what Tiger does? But it's tennis, go and do what Djokovic does. You, you know, I appreciate with running the, the genetics involved, but if you want, if you want to, you want to be the fastest man on, on earth, don't just keep running and find out how to do it. Why don't you lean into people that have done it before? It's the same with property. There are, with Keller Williams, there's people that have done it before. There's there's loads of success stories out there. And in the UK, I'll hold my hands up. We don't have any millionaires yet. I'm not going to sit here and say everybody's knocking out the park because they're not. But the successful ones are the ones that have followed the Keller systems and models, following the, the kind of the, 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 the daily plan. We talk about the daily 10-4. Call 10 people that are not in your world. Call 10 people in your world. Write 10 handwritten notes. Go and find 10 properties on the market. And that's just one aspect. But it's following the patterns of people that have done it before and found success. But as far as the estate agency pay said, it's, nothing changes. It's still the same. You're still going to book a great valuation, build some rapport, get to know the, 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 the kind of the move motivations, go along, value the property. And then it's, it's, it, it, it's no different. The, 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 the property transaction, the process of, of buying and selling properties, it's not any different. Keller don't do it any differently. It's just the, the, one, one, of the, one, of the, one of the key benefits that, that we focus on is lead generation because that's the biggest obstacle. Let's face it, that's probably the biggest barrier to entry for people. And, you know, that, that's, it's not just Keller. There are plenty of other self-employed models out there. Um, and it's all about lead generation. It's all about how, how, do you, how do you build your database? Our agency success form is all about build a database, nurture it, build relationships, look after these people, off them great customer service, you're going to get success. Because Keller Williams isn't, isn't transactional. But if you think on the high street, it's all about these are your targets, go and get them. We need, you, we, need, we need 10 listings this month. We need five under offer, whatever, whatever those numbers may be. We need to bank, well, branch needs to bank 200 grand. We look at it from a different perspective where it's like, well, just build relationships. Build a database of people that know, like, and trust you. Do people know who you are, what you do, how well you do it, and what makes you different? Once you build relationships, multiple transactions will come from one relationship. You know, if I, you know, if I looked after Mr. and Mrs. Jones and, and, and they sold the property and we did a great job, I offered them phenomenal customer service, Mr. and Mrs. Jones are going to, going to tell plenty of other people. And they'll come back to me. I've not gone looking for the transaction. I've just offered brilliant customer service to the people that I've chosen to, 
to, to act with me, use me as a, use me as a chosen estate agent. So, yeah, I, I guess it, it's not that different with regards to how estate agencies, the, the actual day-to-day interaction with people. We just spend a lot more time focusing on build the relationship, build the database, nurture them, look after them, offer phenomenal customer service so that you become the trusted advisor. You become the go-to the, 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 the go-to person. Because if you think in the US, people are used to having their own property guy, all right? In the, in the US, people are, I guess, raised, raised to be entrepreneurial. They're, they're, they're raised to, to, to kind of be, the, be, be, it's a land of opportunity, isn't it? Be, be your own boss, build your own business. Whereas in the UK, without being too stereotypical, I think people get an education, get a job and they retire. I think people are looking for something a little bit different now. And that's where businesses like Keller Williams, EXP, you know, Fine and Country, Easy Property, there's more and more people turning to that side of things. They, they want more control. They want, they want things on their terms rather than working for somebody else. So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing that makes Keller different is just the proven systems and models if you follow them, you're going to get success because there's so many examples across the planet. Even in the UK, there's plenty of people finding success. Like I say, it's still relatively new to the, to, to the UK because we're far from being the, the kind of leading model in the UK. It's, we've been helped hugely by the online hybrids. So your proper bricks, your e-moves, your, your house symbols, your house networks, your Europas, where people have got a flavour of self-employment Albeit they set their own business up at company house, but they're still a slave to the system. They're still working representing Yopa or representing Portobicks, whatever. Whereas here, they're not representing Keller Williams. It's almost all the way around. Keller Williams or, or, or whatever model they're following, they represent them. They're there to support them. They're the kind of the corner men for these people who want to, who, who want to grow and go, go and grow their own business. So it is them and the co face. And we don't, a lot of people, people have said to me, I, I, you know, I've, I've got vendors, clients that don't know too much about Keller Williams. That's not a bad thing because we don't really want the client. And I, I say this, I guess, people, we don't, it's not so much we want people instructing Keller Williams. We want people instructing a business owner, oh, that happens to be supported by Keller Williams, happens to be, you know, in business with and supported by the biggest real estate company in the world. That's what, that, that, that's, that's what we're looking for. That, that, that's what's important to us. So we're, we're not, it's not, it's not about getting as many Keller boards up as possible. We just want to be quietly in the background, known as well. The most success, the agents we're working with happen to be powered by Keller Williams. That's that's success for us. That, that's what we want, and we want these guys to, to obviously achieve the market share and, and the kind of the, the, the identity. The, the, I was going to say brand identity there, but the, the, the identity is that's the go-to. That's the go-to person in their community. You know, we've got people like Michael Bailey, Alex Harvey, Dominic Marcel. You know, this, this, the list goes on. These people are have, have have become over the last kind of 12, 18, 24 months in some cases, the go-to person for property in their area. And that comes through a whole host of things, whether it be through social media, whether it be through um, word of mouth, success. You know, I said success leaves clues. They, they're, they're leaving a trail of success in, in, in the wake. So that more and more people are thinking, what are you doing? You're doing something a little bit different here. I'd like to know more about it. And it is more about the customer service, the hand-holding aspect. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying the guys in the high street are not offering customer service, because they are. They're all offering great customer service, otherwise they wouldn't be in business. But we put the, the, the relationship building right at, at point one, objective number one, go and build a relationship. I think, I think, but I th- I think that is a big difference, though, the, the relationship building, because it, it's a term that's 
easily thrown around, you know, having good customer service, having great relationships. But the reality is 60% of vendors don't return to their previous estate agent, right? You know, obviously we're mostly made up of high street estate agents at the moment. So clearly, you know, the relationship building part of the process is a really important bit, you know, to get people to come back to you, to be known as that local expert, to get those kind of referrals. The reality is that's not really what happens in the UK for most high streets at the moment, because most people don't return. So that's, I'd love to dig into that a little bit, how your, you know, how your guys, you know, you listed off quite a few guys who are doing really success, uh, doing, doing it really successfully, you know, what are they doing that's different to maybe some of the other ones who aren't there yet or what could they learn from the guys who, who are at the top? Um, well, there's a couple of things there. I, I guess if, 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 if you focus on one or two specific people, like, for example, Josh Smith and Michael Bailey, right? Two, two, two of our big success stories here at Callaway and London Bridge. They, they become intentional about what they do. They, they, they recognise very early on I need to get I, I need to get in front of as many people as possible. I need to, if in, in any spare moment I've got, I should be having a conversation with people all about the property needs. And it isn't it isn't all about asking for the business. I think that's the difference with that I saw on the high street. That I in turn had to kind of adapt. You know, my, my approach here at Keller was it's not all about a, a deal at all costs. It's not about that. It's about building relationships. And over time, they, they will turn into a transaction at some point. But if you go looking for the transaction first, and I think that's the difference. I think that's maybe, excuse me, I think that's maybe what you're talking about with the high street is they just go hunting for the, for the deal, a deal. And Tom Panas talks about commission breath. They, I'm, I'm talking because I'm thinking about money. I'm thinking about money. Is this conversation going to make me money? It's not like that. And, and that's where, like, if I think about what they're doing differently, they are intentionally integrating within their community. You know, during lockdown, they're running pub quizzes, they're, they're doing colouring in competitions, they're speaking to the people at the rugby club. You know, last Friday, in, in probably the wettest day in history, I played a game, I, I played um, a charity golf event with Josh down at, down at his local golf course down in, down in Kent there. Yeah? And he had 30, 35 people out supporting the local charity. That's going to give them the publicity. Not once. I was there from 10 o'clock till 6, 10 o'clock morning, 6 o'clock. Not once did I hear Josh talk about, do you have a property to sell? Do you have a property to let? You know, let, 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 let's, let's talk about getting your property in the market. It's just about being visible in the community and being trusted. Trusted is really important. And I can, I can confidently say that these guys have gone out looking to build a relationship that over time, I can, I can pretty much guarantee, you know, the 30 guys that were soaked to the skin on Friday, if they, if they had a property to sell or let or they knew somebody, I put money on. They're going to call Josh. They're going to talk about Josh, and he was because he was intentional about saying, "Let's let's give something back. Let's be there. Let's be visible in the community." And you see that in, in the US, the, these guys are running, you know, cinema nights, um, you know, whatever it is, high in, in a big level that that the hiring, they're running like summer fates events for the community to bring the community together. People remember that. People remember who set up. Who was it that was dishing out? Pumpkins to the community. Who was who was running a soup kitchen? Who was my estate agent? Who's the guy that did the coloring competition when everyone else was locked behind doors? Who tried to bring the community together? These guys. And that's, I think that's where they're, they're almost like 10x in customer service. They're 10xing 
kind of relationship building. And I think the, the, the difference, what I saw from the high street was, it's always on to the next deal. Where's the next deal coming from? And that's not to say that the, the guys running their own businesses with us or any other models are not looking for the next deal. They're just not, they're just not doing it with, back to Tom Punnett, they're not doing it with the commission, Brett. They're not saying, I'm only going to talk to you if you put your property on the market with me. It's not like that. It, it is about, I'm just, gonna, I'm, I'm just here for you. When the time comes, who do you know? Like I've got right at the top of my screen, who in your world should I be speaking to? These guys are the same. If it's not you, who, who, else, who else would benefit from having a conversation with me? Who do you know that, that, that has a property-related need? And just more about saying, I'm here when you need me, rather than forcing the situation. And I think that's, that, that's kind of where a lot of the trust is coming from. There's no sales pitch. There's no, you know, let's do this now. When the time comes, I'm here. I'm here for you. And then it comes from, you know, if we come back to lead generation and the kind of the communication of putting out on social media, it's of value. They're adding value here. That, 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 and I think that's, yeah, I guess across the whole industry, it doesn't matter what model you're following. As long as you're offering value, people will come back to you. But if you're just seeing it as a transaction, that's where you said about the high street, 60% of them, you know, they, they won't come back. And, and I guess what we're trying to, trying to change or, or kind of develop piece by piece, step by step is when you say to people over time, who's, who, who's your estate agent? Or I work with Foxtons or Countrywide or, or, or whoever, KFH, Reed Rains. If you change that to, oh, I'm working with Michael, I'm working with Ed, I'm working with Ali, that's a difference. People buy from people. And they've always, they always have done. They still buy from people. People will return to that branch, in the high street branch, because of the service they got from there. You know, my mum works in, 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 for John Lewis. Everyone says, I'll shop in John Lewis. But it's not John Lewis. It's the service that John Lewis offer thanks to the people that are within there, the return for the service they get. And as long as we're the ones offering the service, I'll say we, but whoever it is, as long as you're offering a service that people feel valued in within that, within that experience, they'll return to that. And that goes for anything across all industries, I believe. I don't, I don't think it's, it, it's, it's exclusive to the self-employed business owner model in, in property. I think, it's, I think it's valid in any industry. You offer, you offer great value, um, bring value to that, to that relationship, Offer, offer phenomenal customer service, they'll come back. They feel valued to, 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 be, to be part of that rather than just a number. So what I'm understanding is that it's about kind of the intent behind the action. You know, let's be honest, every, everyone gets into an estate agency to generate whatever their version of success is. But I guess if you reverse engineer that down to, okay, if we can give some kind of value, not necessarily with expectation, but also with the understanding that doing that, it's going to come back to you tenfold anyway. So in that sense, one of the big differentiators is, is I guess that comes into mindset, right? Understanding that mindset shift rather than like a tactic or, you know, you listed some tactics and strategies that you use, you know, to generate leads every single day. But to me, that comes under more of the bucket of mindset. Um, is that something? So when you're when you're teaching these guys about mindset, what 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 is that like? You know, is that I, I guess for some people, is that something that they're already understanding? Is that a new paradigm that they're they're getting into? Is it something? How, how does that how does that process look like? Well, well I mean, it's it's, it's kind of I, I I I couldn't give you a ratio on it, but I think 
there's people that come recognizing, you know what, I, like a question I ask a lot of people when they're exploring this, exploring the kind of self-employed business owner more than said, if you left today, if you left that job today, how many people would follow you? I don't mean employees, I don't mean colleagues, I mean, how many clients would say, oh, I'd like to work with you then. I'd like to work with you. I had a lady who, um, I won't mention her name, but she left Popper Bricks two weeks ago. And already she's got four listings. Now, these she hasn't taken those listings from Purple Breaks. They've just followed her to say, well, I want to work with you. I don't want to work with Purple Breaks. I don't want to work with that brand. I want, I, I want to, I want, I've been told you're the lady I should be working with. So there is, there is, there, there is a recognition. People already recognize that, um, there's a number of people recognize that I already offer a phenomenal customer service. And I just want a better reward for it. I reckon I could do this on my own but I don't have the funds behind me to go and open a branch or pay for right movies, huge portal costs are out there. Um, but they do want something of their own terms, or on their own terms. But then conversely, the people that struggle on the, and what we spend a lot of time on the, on the mindset piece is when you pick up the phone, don't go looking for the next instruction. Don't go looking for the next deal. Go looking for the next relationship. Go looking for the next person that that you can influence over time. Because we say, we spend a lot of time talking about build a database, not just with people that, you know, for example, if I've got 200 people in my database, I don't expect, I shouldn't expect all 200 of those people to sell, let, or rent from me. It's about who do they know then? You know, for example, if you get parents or, 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 or more mature people in your database that are now in their forever home already, old school thinking is like, well, there's no point in taking the deals, they're never going to sell through me. But now, if you think, well, they might never sell through you, they might, they might never move house, they might, there might never be a move with, with, with that property. But who do they know? Who do they know? Who have they got sons? Have they got daughters? Have they got friends? Who's in their social circle? Who's in their in, in their work environment? Who can they be talking to about you? And that's that's the mindset shift. That's where a lot there's a lot of people think, oh well, you know, I, I, I'm just constantly looking for landlords that are going to rent a property out. Nothing wrong with looking for landlords, but who else should you be speaking to? That maybe because if you go looking for the deal, that's a transactional thing. Don't go looking for the transaction. Go looking for the relationship. Go and build relationships. Become the trusted advisor. And over time, just you know, eventually, you know, that business will come back to you because they see you as trusted. You know, it's not. A dentist doesn't come looking for the next toothache. Do you know what I mean? The, the doctor doesn't come looking for the next illness. They're there when you need them. Why can property not be the same? My barber's never called me and said, Ali, do you need a beard trim? <laughs> he knows I'll come back to him. He's, he's, he's got the best banter in the high street. But, um, you know, it's one of them. And you know, I know that's a little bit cheesy, but if you think of it from that perspective... It works in other industries. Why can't it work in property? You know, I've never had a phone call from a dentist or doctor say, are you okay? Do you need a checkup? Well, okay, you might, you might get the occasional kind of every six months, is it time for a dental checkup? But that's not somebody picking the phone up saying, Ali, it's, it, 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 you know, it's, it's Dr. Jones. You haven't been in to see me for a while. It's time for a checkup. If I need them, I know where to go. It's the same with property. If I, need, if, if, I need, if I need to sell my property or I need my property via or there's been a change in circumstance with me, my family, my friends, I know who I'm going to recommend them to. 
why can't that be the same in property? Why can't it be? And, that, and that's where, you know, there's, there's plenty of critics in the UK say, oh, it's all American and it's never going to work here. Anything's possible. For as long as somebody's got property to sell or rent or whatever, they, they, at least they need to be serviced by somebody. They need somebody to look after them. Why not, why not aim to be the guy or the woman at the, at the front of the queue saying, well, I'm the one that'll look after you the more. I'll, I'll give you, you know, undivided attention. You get me. You know, yeah, I'm not hidden behind a, 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 a kind of brand or a branch that my doors are shut at seven. I'm 24 hours. Albeit I've got to sleep, but at the same time, you know, I'm here for you. Who, who gave you my details? Oh, oh such and such, you, you, you gave a great job for them. Oh, fantastic. I remember dropping drop around a bottle of wine for them to say thanks for the referral. Because referral and repeat business, the, you, you could build a business off of that alone. It takes time to get there. Don't get me wrong. It, it takes a huge amount of time to get there. And, and the guys that have been doing this longer than others, um, I, I talked about Alex Harvey down, down, in, down in Sussex and, and Michael up in, up in Preston. These guys now, they, they, they've got, I'd, I'd say an excess of 50% of their business is coming from recommendation referral. Why? Because they looked after the, the original clients. They looked after them. And it could be, you know, years ago they transacted with people. I know, I know there's a couple of people that, um, get, you know, like last week there was a couple of guys got, got, got a few listings. I said, where did they come from? Oh, well, two or three of them. I, I helped them move four or five years ago in a previous job. They remembered them. They looked after them. So they already had it. Many moons ago, before they even knew what Keller Williams was, they already knew, if I look after these people, they'll come back to me. And I'll hold my hands up. I, you know, if I could do my time again on the high street, would I do things differently? 100%. 100%. I'd approach it a lot, a lot differently. Because I, I was chasing targets. I was trying to please the directors above me or, or, or the owner of the business above. Say, right, that's my target. Let's, let, let, let's hit it. And that's why I found success in those days, because success, let, let's go win it. We've got a challenge. Let, 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 let's go and be the best version of ourselves. But servicing somebody else's needs rather than my own. Now it's about, you know, albeit I'm not running my own business, I'm supporting other people by saying, right, what, you know, what's the lasting impression here? Because they're not, they're not chasing it. I, I keep going back to it, though, but it's not, it's not about the transaction. It's about build great relationships, look after them, nurture them, be there for them when they need. Just remind them you're there. Just remind them you're there. And when the time comes, they'll come to you. Yeah, I love, I love that term you used a little while back, commission breath. It's like I always say, the hungry don't get fed. And people can sense that need or desperation when you're, when you're on the phone to them, right? So I guess it's just like switching that mentality to that one of you know abundance. There's plenty of people out there um, and, and just taking that slight, slight shift. So with, with, um, you know, you're speaking to a lot of agents, you know, every, every day, what, when you're speaking to them, what are some of the, what are some of the kind of pitfalls that they're falling into or that you see, you know, this is where, this is where you could help them. What are some of the things that are going to hold people back from actually being successful in this, in this self-employed model? Do you mean the people that, 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 that are doing it? And not succeeding, or the people that are thinking they're doing it but just not yet doing it. Uh, I'd actually like to hear both, if you if you're cool with that. Okay, yeah. So so let's talk about the people that are not doing it. Then the people that are exploring Keller and EXP and whoever, and the ones that don't do it. I'd probably say the two biggest obstacles. I guess you talked about this a lot. Mindset is they don't back themselves enough. 
and they don't, and that, and that kind of dovetails off the back of, you need to know you're not going to earn any income for, for, for a few months. Unless you do lettings, lettings has the ability to give you an income within two or three weeks. Don't get me wrong, that's a dream scenario. I'm not saying that everybody starts the day and in two weeks' time they're going to pull an income from lettings, but it is possible. Lettings will give you a much quicker income. Um, sales, I, we automatically say to people, what have you got behind you for the next four, five, six months? Because ultimately, you need to, you need to have enough support behind you to, or enough financial backing behind you, enough savings to, to pay the bills, to cover your overheads. And everybody before the end of the business, with, with us certainly, we, we talk about an economic model, a business plan. Let's look at what, you, what, what your potential income is going to be based on key activities, like how many vowels you're going to do, what conversion rates you're going to work on, which is still a little bit kind of KPI targeted, but we don't tell them, what do you think you're going to do? Based on your experience, what are you going to do? But that still comes back to, I don't have the money behind me. I don't have the savings mechanism. That's fine then. But it's just the fear. The fear of failure comes in a lot. What if I don't make it? Well, the only reason you won't make it is if you don't back yourself. If you don't follow, if you follow the systems and models that are in place and the, and the, and the training, the mentoring, the accountability, the coaching we give you, you've got as good a chance as anyone to be successful at this. But I talk a lot about people give up on things that don't matter to them. We spend a lot of time talking about, well, what do you want? What, why are you doing, why get into business ownership? What does it mean to you? What's, you gonna, what's the outcome you're looking for? What, what could you do as a result of this you couldn't do now? You know, are you happy with your current income? If your current income remained the same for the next 20 years, how would you feel about it? And that's when the voyage of self-discovery comes out and think, well, actually, no, I do want some growth. You know, if I, if I think uh, if I think about where I was when I left KFH six years ago, one of the main reasons I left is just because I wanted something bigger. Nothing wrong with KFH. KFH still remains, to this day, one of the most successful estates and business in London. But... Thankfully, lucky for these chaps, or ladies, this, this, the same four directors are still there. So there's 50, 55 branch managers that if they want to progress in the business, there's four directors going nowhere. So career progression is another thing that people look for, but it's recognizing the kind of, the barriers to entry and the, in, the, 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 the income is, is one thing, or, or, or the lack of income, should I say, so the lack of income for the first, for the first few months. Um, and then this, the second thing is the, the leads. Where do I get my leads from? If I had a pound for every time somebody said to me, where do I get my leads from? I've been a millionaire alone. I don't need to follow any models. You need to ask, that, <laughs> you need to ask me that question. Because it's all about um, everybody turns up. Everybody starts their own business with one thing. They're shirt in the back, or two things. They're shirt in the back and their personal network. Who do they know? And I say to everybody, get your phone out. How many contacts you got? Right. If we stopped all of those people in a room right now, in a big conference room, put you in a stage and said, right, everybody knows, you know, uh, Pete Jones here, you know, you're all contacts of them. How many people in this room have got a property to sell that and we'd, and, we'd, and we'd use Pete? There'll be a number of people in that room that would say, yeah, I'll use you. So immediately, before you do anything else, there is business in this phone. There is business in your phone. But people don't look... And it's not their fault because they, they've been following a system more where they just sit there. They, they, they're just the one holding a big bucket. Leads fall in. They go and look after them and then they transact. And I think that's, that comes back to something you, talk, you talked about earlier on about um, 
the lack of customer service, and again, I've got to be clear, there is plenty of customer service on the high street, but just, it, it, it's a relationship by default. They came to the brand looking for, you know, like a, a new valid land, land, land on my desk, let's say, KFH. They don't know me from Adam. They will do when I pick the phone up. They remember me as the kind of harsh-speaking Scotsman, so I'm already memorable to them, but they, they don't know me from Adam. I then have the opportunity to build a relationship with them. But, to your point, 60% of people didn't come back because I was, I was chasing a target. Now, the ones that... that so, the, the two reasons... The two, the two things that stop people doing this, or three, I guess, is the lack of belief that they can actually do this. They know what they want. I think I, 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 I stand by the fact that I think there's plenty of people who want to run their own business. They just don't know how. And that's what we try to help them with. We, we will teach them, we'll train them, we'll coach them on, on business ownership, how to run a profitable business by following you know, the success of others. So you get the mindset piece. There's not having the financial backing to survive the next three or four months. You know, like if somebody started with us today, are they in a position to survive without any income for the rest of the year? That, that's scary for a lot of people, and quite rightly so. You know, because if you come from an, in any job, it's the security. It's the security piece. But then we flip it in its head and say, well, everyone had a job in March. How many people didn't have a job in April? Through no choice of their own. It was taken away from them. So that's my only pushback. People say, I'm comfortable. I've got security. I don't think you do. Not in all industries. There's plenty of... There's plenty of baristas, plenty of waiters, plenty of, plenty of people in hospitality, plenty of people in the holiday trade. They were, they were sweet as a nut. They were, they were fine in March. April, May happens. They're not secure anymore, are they? And that's where, if you, have, if you, if you turn that fear of failure into something positive and say, right, actually, I back myself. And if I want to get success, why don't I just follow the path of people that were successful before me and I've got a better chance of succeeding. So there's the fear of failure, there's the, 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 there's the mindset piece and, and, and the, 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 the fear of failure with regards to lead generation, I think that's the biggest thing. That's what, what, I don't know where my, my next listing is going to come from, Al. And already that's the wrong language. I don't know where my next relationship is going to come from. Not my next listing. You'll find your listing if you're building relationships. You probably already have listings or, or deals in your phone. You just need to nurture that relationship and make them aware we talk a lot about don't be a secret agent. Don't be a secret agent. There's no, you can't run a business if nobody knows what you do. You know, if you think about, if we go back to the kind of the employee side of things with estate agents, say, how many people would you tell you were an estate agent? They found out by default. I didn't tell everyone I was an estate agent. They knew I was an estate agent just, just because through word of mouth. But I didn't go around saying, I'm an estate agent. If you need any help, come and see me. But now, if you start telling people, think, oh, I didn't know that. There's nothing worse. You know, I say to people, what if you have, how many people have got a friend or a family member that moved house and didn't use them? Oh, I, did, I didn't know you were doing it, Ali. Imagine you told them. Imagine you told them. One in, one in 20 people in your database will move house. One in 20 people will, 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 will transact, okay? You just got to make sure you're the, you're, 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 you're the person they choose. Everybody knows four people that will move, that will move whether it be rent, let, whatever. All you've got to do is make sure that you, you're around when they, when, when they need you. When the time comes, did they know to call you? So they're the kind of they're the struggles of getting in, getting into the, the kind of the, the kind of self-employed business owner model. Once they're in, I think it is just the, the biggest obstacle is, is the change. We talked about this, the mindset piece coming away from 
well, I don't know where my leads are coming from. Rather than just following the model and think, well, this is what I'm going to do. How many doors am I knocking? How many people am I speaking to? How many community groups am I involved with? What does my social media activity look like? What am I doing to generate leads? They just don't grab it early enough. They, 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 they don't... Learning based and coachable. They're not, not everybody's learning based and coachable. And, and that's, that's a feeling in our part, I guess, the leadership team here, perhaps, of, of the people that have not got it right quick enough, is, I guess, we've not, we've not impressed upon them the, the, the kind of magnitude of what's in front of them. And I said this before, this is huge. It, it's massive. This, this will be probably one of the most challenging things to do. But on the flip side, the ROI, the return on investment, it could also be the single most rewarding thing and it will fuel the life they're looking for because they're building something for themselves. They're in control of their outcome, no one else. So you ran for a couple of ideas on how agents can be more visible, you know, picking up the phone, going out to the local community. What are some other ways, you know, nowadays, you know, obviously we're living, living in modern times. It's no secret. It's hard to meet up with people, obviously groups of people and stuff like that. It's a little bit challenging at the moment. Obviously, I know you guys will have different ways of, of doing things and ways you navigate that. You know, what, what are some ways that agents can get visible in front of their local community uh, or what are some ways that are working well, you know, to really get that visibility in front of the local community? Uh, community groups, a, a, lot, a lot of Facebook groups, um, a lot of forums, or, or like, yeah, community groups, being involved in the community. Uh, I mentioned Josh before, he's still an active member of his local rugby club. He's an active member of his golf club. Now, he's not playing rugby or, or playing golf to fuel his business, but by default, his business will be fueled by contacts he's building there. We've got guys, I've got a guy who joined me, joined, I say joined me, joined Keller Williams three weeks ago, personal trainer. Um, his business is fueled by personal training as well because he's active within the community. You've got to speak to your local, your local business as well. I, 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 say to, I, I say to a lot of my guys, if you think of seasonality or whatever, you know, for example, Valentine's Day, Get yourself in camera with your local forest. Has everyone met Edith? She's the local forest. Guys, this is the place you come to for your roses when it comes to getting the roses. This is where you come. It's just supporting the local community. Go, go and see Mr. Khan. He's, he's, he's the greengrocer. You want to get your pumpkins this Halloween? He's your guy. Just being active and in, in, in being vocal. But it's also about how you can help them. It's not take, take, take. And again, coming back to the commission breast thing, it's not just take. You've got to give something back. I talked about the pub quiz through lockdown, if we, God forbid, if we, if we end up back there, but if we go back to the full-scale lockdown again, we can't go out, we can't, we can't be face-to-face -face with people anymore. So how did they build the business? They built business through, through a lot of it was social media. A lot of it was just phone calls, just what um, a few people in the business talk about, a cuddle call, how are you? How are you coping? I'm not talking about property, just, how are you? How have you been? Because if you've got a database, some of these guys have got about two, three, four thousand people in the database. Now, it's a daunting task. I'm going to call all three thousand people, but if you systematically speak to these people and just remind them you're there, how are you? How's things? How's that extension coming along? Whatever it is, be relatable. We talk about forge, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. Now, dreams have been a bit American, but if I was speaking. You know, let's say you and me went to uni together three, four years ago, and I reached out to you today. How are you getting on, buddy? How's, how's the family? How's the job going? I see you've set up your own business. 
What are you doing in your spare time? It must be tough. The weather's got a bit crap. I know you're a keen cyclist. You're still getting out and about. Instead of the dreams piece, what's your plans for Christmas? Looks like Boris has got his, got it down to a group of six. I know you've got a big family, so how are you going to manage that over Christmas? Just care about them. Give a bit of a cuddle call. How are you getting on? How's life with you? And don't remember, you know, just before I go, don't forget, <clears throat> there's anyone you know that's thinking of buying and selling, toss my number. You've got my contact card. Get it across to them. There's no point of it said, please sell your property on our webs. Choose me, choose me, choose me. I'll do it for 1%. That's not, that's, that's not the way this works. So a, a lot of it is just being vocal, being present, I guess. And there's not, there's not a silver bullet to how, to how you do this. It's just focus more on speaking to people and having conversations. I said earlier on that uh, we say to a lot of guys, how many conversations are you having today? I'll talk about the daily 10-4. Have you spoke to 10 strangers today? What have you done to, to, to kind of build your database? How many people know, know what you do? I was in a meeting was it yesterday, yeah, yesterday with, with the leadership. Every Monday, we have, um, we have a complete, uh, it's 36 of us now, 36 leaders for Keller Williams UK. Um, and we spoke about a, a question that came up that we all, you know, I guess unashamedly admitted to that if we said to all of our agents, if I said to the 40, 50 guys that are powered by Keller Williams here in London Bridge, does everyone in your community know who you are? So, for example, if I, if I was in East Dulwich, let's say, SE22, and I was running my business there, or that's where I was focusing my business, does everybody in that community know, know I'm running a business there? If not, why not? And that should be the kind of goal, the outcome we're looking for. How many people, or what's the percentage of the local residents know, know, know you're in business? And it doesn't need, it's not about, you know, again, coming back to <clears throat> the transaction piece and the commission breath about, if you want to sell, use me, use me. You, it's just being being ever present, being there, commenting on, 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 the, on the community groups, adding value, offering solutions if people have problems, you know, because people love to hate estate agents. So that's why it's maybe not all always the best thing to, to go out flying a big flag saying, I'm a local estate agent. It's more like, because that can, that can, that can sometimes work against you. But at the same time, it's just, it, it, yeah, I mean, I'm waffling again, buddy, but it, it, it's, it's more about just be speaking to people, have discussions, make sure, don't be a secret agent. How many people know, know, know what you do? Like what I said before, know who you are, know what you do, know how well you do it, and what makes you different. If we can focus on that, and then always in the background, people know you, like you, and trust you. They can't trust you if they don't like you. They won't like you if they don't know you. So if you focus on that, then you put yourself in a much stronger position to be successful in this industry, I reckon. Yeah, there's some real gems in there for you know the estate agents who are listening to this actually to, to take away and just implement today. You know, there's actionable steps that Ali's just given that you can actually go and tangibly use today. Uh, and that's what this is all about, right? It's about helping helping people listen to this. Look, 100%. You don't, you don't, don't get me wrong, it's not, you don't, you don't only have to do that with Kelly. You can do it with any, in, in any property business. You, know, you can apply that right now in your branch, right now, wherever you are. How many people know you? You know, you go out door knocking for a listing. How many people just go out? Just to, you know, We talk about canvassing and farming. Canvassing is obviously you're on the market. How can I help you? Do you want a fresh approach? But farming, I've just landed today from the moon. I'm going to run my business here in East Dulwich. I'm just going to tell the community I'm here. Tell them your story. Why you're in the industry. What... What is it? Why, why you decided to set up your own business? What do you want to do you couldn't do before? And that's where the people relate to that because 
if you've sold property before, there'll be people in the community that have sold multiple times. And they'll have their own opinion as estate agents, whether it's brilliant or whether it's I hate them, whatever it is. They will resonate with the fact that I want to come away from just being sell, 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 or let, let, let. I want to hold your hand. I want, you get me from the moment we, you instruct me to the moment we hand the keys over. You get me. And as long as you know, like, and trust me, we're already off. Ready off on the on, on the right path. So yeah, you make a very good point, mate. You do not have to be a self-employed business owner to do this. You can change your you can change the outcome right now, whatever you want. A couple of questions to uh, finish up, or we'll shift gears a bit. Just have a little bit of fun. Um, first, first one I got for you. Uh, what is one of your you know pet peeves that you've got within the property industry? Something you know that noise you gets under your skin. Something you think, oh, God, I wish the property industry wasn't like this or it could be like this. What's, uh, yeah, what are you? Um, I guess it's the fee war. It's the fee war. We all want to earn more money. Let, you know, profit's not a dirty word. We all want to make as much money as possible. If we could all get three, four percent like they do in the US, we'd, we'd take it. But the reason we don't is because almost someone else out there will say, well, I'll do it for half a percent. I'll do it for 0.75. Why? Why? We're all, we're all here to, to, to kind of, Offer great service, and in 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 any other industry, you pay for you you pay more for a higher service. But yet, everyone stands in the sub and says, "I'm the best, I'm the best out there," but I'll do it for half of them. It, let's 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 come away from the fee war a little bit. That's what pisses me off the most. I guess it's just it's a race to the bottom. It's a race. There's a reason, you know. And I've I've done I've I've done I've I've, I've spent some time with Port Bricks. There's a reason Port Bricks are. At a fixed fee, eleven hundred or fourteen hundred quid. I, I don't know what they are now, but it's not. It's not because of lack. Of, it's just. It's a different approach. So let's not try and beat the proper base. That's just. This is what I do. This is what I charge, and and, and and this this is what it is. But too many people say it's a race to the bottom. So it annoys me when when, when people are like, "Well, oh, I had to I had to negotiate." No, you didn't. Fees only issue in the absence of value. As long as you're offering value. You get you you get where your fees were. So I think it is both sides. The, the bits that you can't control, what another agent says, but the bit you can control as well. Why have you dropped your pants on that fee? Are you any less of an agent? No. So yeah, that, that, that that's the thing that I guess annoys me the most. Got it. All right, next one for you. When you look back at you know your life so far, any any point along that could be yesterday, could be five years ago. What when you look at the the failures that you've had, what, what's one of your you know, favorite fa failures or a failure that you've kind of had at that time and then later on it's led to a success? Um, I guess, being completely honest with you, mate, it's, it's, it's been my attitude. Uh, in, my, in, my early, in my early part of my career, I was just out for number one. It was all about me. It was all about, let's make as much money as possible and I'll, I'll walk over anyone, anyone that gets my way. It, it, was, it was win at all costs. I think that comes from the competitive edge I took, I took from, from, from rugby and things. But I had a conversation, um, one, 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 of my, one of my line managers, one of my directors said to me, Ali, you're never going to progress unless you, 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 you're going to change. You know, and, and I recognize that now in a, in a leadership position, someone, someone really important in our lives now that, 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 that um, I guess look at him as a mentor, has said, the key to good leadership is look over your shoulder and see who's following you. And at this point, well, it would have been six, seven years ago now, maybe eight years ago, this guy said to me, like, you're a phenomenal stage, but nobody likes you because you're a bit of a dick. 
you know, you're getting there, you get the job done, you're smashing all your targets, you're phenomenal, you're making good money, but people don't respect you. And I had to change that. So that's one of the biggest mistakes I made. I, 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 was, I was out for number one. And that's why I've, I guess I've come complete circle now. It's not about me anymore. It's about success through people. If the people I'm coaching, mentoring, and, and kind of training, teaching, if they, if they get the desired outcome they want, in turn, you know, I'll win. Because obviously, you know, no, no elephant in the room. I'm incentivized by helping people grow successful businesses. You know, we've all we've all got to make a living, but it's it, it's not it's not me first now. It's them first. It's the business owners first. Uh, whatever you want, we'll help you get there. Follow this. Do this. Try this. Let's try this. Let's pivot this. Let's, let's try. You know, let's set a golf clubs. Let's, let's, let's try a different club today. Let's try something different, and they get the outcome they want. I intend to succeed. So it's success through people, and that's changed. Eight years ago, I would never have had that conversation. It would never have been about that. I'll find a way. I'll just, I'll just keep swinging. I'll just keep pedaling. So it's changed. That, that, that's, that's, that's been. I was one of my biggest failures, which in turn, you know, when, when somebody said to me, "Listen, Ali, look around you. <laughs> no, nobody's following you, buddy." So that 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 changed to, to where I am now. Yeah, for sure. No, I, you know, what? I really appreciate appreciate sharing that story because I think you know a lot of people can relate to that. You know, we're all, you know, we want to be competitive. We want to be the best. And yeah, I guess just looking at it from that lens and I guess that conversation you had with your manager or whoever it was back then, you know, that's kind of one of those points in life you can look back at and think, wow, like that was a real pivotal point when I look back at, you know, your whole timeline. So yeah, no, really appreciate you uh, sharing. I've got one, one more for, uh, for you before we wrap up. Um, so it's your last day on the planet. You can't leave, you know, this is, a lot, hopefully a, a good number of years into the future, you know, you're, you're 150 at this point. Um, you know, you've got your, you know, you've got, you've got your boat or you've probably got 10 boats by this point, you know, your family's all set up, um, but it's your last day and you can't leave anything behind anything of, you know, material wealth, assets, anything like that. You can't leave, but you can leave them with one piece of advice. Um, it's your last day. What would you uh, give to them? What piece of advice would you give to them? Um, what a good question. You've done this before. That's a good question, that. Um, best advice. What have you got to lose? Just try it. Just try it. You know, it, if, if you don't try, you'll never know. If, you, if you're going to fail, fail trying. I guess. And, and, and that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In fact, 100% with complete confidence. Yeah, give it a go. What's the worst that's going to happen? If you don't ask the question, it's going to be a no anyway. If you don't try, you've already, you're never going to get, it's not going to happen. So yeah, give it a go. Love that. I lo lo love ending up on that. And actually that you can really unpack that within that, you know, short sentence is actually a lot that you can unpack from that if you sit and have a little think about that. Uh, Ali, look, it's been a real pleasure, mate, um, having you on. Uh, you know, it's you know thanks thanks for your time a lot of the nuggets you've shared uh people can actually go and take away now um you know if you are if you are sort of looking at self-employed have a chat with ali you know you're just going to be able to have a conversation with him learn more about how this whole thing works you can see you know he's a, he's a nice approachable guy um so yeah ali let's want to thank you for coming on absolute pleasure mate thanks for having me good questions buddy thank you very much nice one